Welcome to the most forward-thinking, inspirational podcast on the planet. Prepare to reevaluate everything you've been taught. find it funny actually a funny thing every i'm on episode I don't know, close to 280 i don't i don't know which one this one is around 280 episodes of the mental mastery alliance podcast and every single time i go to record i don't know if this is anybody else but a lot of it has to do with me i know that i'm hesitant to record and it's it's such a peculiar statement to make but there's not a lot of people making this statement where even with consistency something feels peculiar now granted once i've turned the record button on and i'm on fire on this microphone i have fun with it but every single time i go to click the button i think to myself who the fuck wants to listen to me prattle on about some bullshit. And I know <clears throat> it's a funny thing to think that because I know some of the stuff that I say is fantastic and I've gotten some amazing feedback and the and the, the growth is visible. Everybody's having fun over here on this side of the internet, which is key, which is good, which is what we want. But it's it's such a a, a funny moment because in the industry that I'm in, the quote-unquote coaching and consulting industry, I find everyone to be pedantic. <laughs> if I want to crack a word out from back on the day. Uh, it's, it's dry, it's dribble, it's, it's, uh, it's impersonal. Like, I feel like I'm looking at an entire industry... Be a shadow of itself or be a reflection of something it's supposed to be while not being the thing it's supposed to be. I don't know. I never really wanted. I guess I don't want the same level of quote unquote. I don't want to say fame, but notoriety, maybe. Um, and I laugh at this stuff. I laugh at this stuff too because right now we have such a beautiful, well shaped audience size where people come and go and check things out and I don't feel like I ask too much from anybody. If I do, well, shit. 
but I like to have fun. I like to have fun. I like to communicate. I like to talk shit. I like to throw my personality out there. I like to motivate. I like to entertain. I like to have a good time. And I find myself recording these episodes and having a good time while I do it and doing it for the good time so much so that I forget to mention the marketing. Hey, by the way, we are a coaching team group conglomerate. We are a, a collection of people who want to help. Um, uh, you know, bottom line. But I'm not quite everyone's cup of tea. I'm not that hard to reach out to. Um, if you guys want to hear your voice on the show, you know, leave us a voicemail. 647-338-1265. A long distance charges may apply. You can text that number as well. But for the most part, it's such a, a, a wild world out there where you can do whatever you want to do. And basically, you're going to do it. And in the process of doing that, you're going to have these notions, this idea of who you're supposed to be, where you're supposed to be, how far along into life you're supposed to be at whatever given age that you are, whether it's 25, 35, 45, 55, 65, 75. Nobody's, well, very few people are satisfied with where they are. Because no matter where you are and what you've accomplished and what you've achieved on any level, we're, as humans, programmed to not be satisfied with our efforts and demand either more of ourself or our surrounding. And at the same time, we don't take the time to add the new knowledge that would help us achieve the goals that we want to achieve. Like, it's not hard to make a million dollars. Because if you think about it, you have to physically get up and do something. It's really hard to make a living as a bricklayer. That is some salt of the earth, a ditch digger, a pole planter, somebody in the grunts of construction. Super hard. The hardest job in the world is shingling on a hot summer's day. You know, and the guy that's doing the work isn't getting paid that much. And he's exerting the most energy out of anyone. The guy who's getting paid the most? <laughs> well, let's just say most for least amount of work is probably the middleman that sold the shingles. But the boss of the company, the higher up, the people that are making money make money for them. So we have all these notions in this world and this idea that, hey, money is out of reach. I can't have it. It's not for me. But it is. It's just simply a matter of the knowledge you want to put in your head. So that you can do the thing that other people are doing. Because we physically have to do something. We have to. We have to. Not doing anything is ridiculous. And it's boring and it's pointless. And it's straight foolish. Foolishness. This is, this is. So what stands between you and achieving everything you've ever wanted to achieve? aside from your mind never allowing you to achieve it because once you've achieved something, there's going to be something else on the horizon because, hey, that's the way life goes. Yes, it does. Then it comes down to knowledge. It comes down to what you want to take in and what you want to do. I find it funny, too, going back to some of the audience members, you know, you can't pick your audience. Um, people come for certain posts and, 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 you know, everybody wants to sort of hear their opinion. There are some people in the in the Instagram that are just phenomenal. We interact with on a regular basis. They're hilarious. Lots of great content that goes into that. 
Uh, and we pride ourselves on being very social. You know, it's not like we're somebody, it's not like we're out of reach. We're not somebody that you can't just fucking talk to if you want. Um, granted, you may need to send them a message or two <laughs> or ask a specific question. You know, it's not like we reply to every thumbs up type of thing. It's, I don't know. A lot of people seem to want to get mad and angry and take things personally. Um, in some sense, in some instances, and a lot of other people, obviously, you know, the people that are sort of in a, a good frame of mind that aren't looking to point the finger or blame, uh, they're sort of enjoying the ride. They're like, I see this for what it is and how it affects me. Uh, you know, there's so many people out there that are, that are looking for, I don't know, an answer, a solution, a problem, but there are a lot of people out there that are looking for a fight. And that's a funny thing, you know, so it doesn't sort of matter where you are, what you're doing in life. If you're going to put yourself out there, if you're going to, if you're going to step up and be like, Hey, I'm here, y'all can listen to me. Then you're going to have people pointing the finger at you. It's not because they need to point the finger so much as you need to experience what it's like to have somebody who's got absolutely nothing to do with you pointing at you and being like, Hey, you know, you're stepping on my toes. You're, you're a part of something that yada, yada, yada. Like it's kind of, it's kind of, it's kind of ridiculous, but there are so many people that do so many things. And each one of those things that interact with you specifically are designed to make you stronger. And sometimes people crumble before they rebuild. So there's a lot of things that happen to us in our lifetime that break us. What makes me laugh in that, in that same vein, in that statement is a meme. If you're going to be <laughs> so fragile as to be broken by a meme, maybe you shouldn't have access to the internet. And there was a time two or three years ago where there was a fear of saying something like that because cancel culture would turn around and step on you. What I find now though is with cancel culture, the most beautiful thing in the world is we've gotten to this, this, this point in the ethereal timeline where cancel culture is massively beneficial now because any type of cancel culture pointing the finger at you and saying you're the devil is indicative of somebody who's got something to listen to. If cancel culture itself is turning on you, you're the thing that the rest of the world needs to hear. And that's really cool because a lot of the world is catching on to it. We are either at or a past the 100th monkey. And we live in a world where people are starting to properly think for themselves as opposed to being like, oh my God, you're the devil, you're the worst. You know, a court of public opinion is now more important than the court of court opinions. And even though the court of court opinions is garbage, you know, there's not one person that can dictate what truly is going on. Um, but the court of public opinion is even worse. Like everyone now is guilty until proven innocent. And people are getting canned and fired and all sorts of bullshit over uh, hyperbole. And now I'm supposed to say, well, there's one person that, you know, blah, 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 blah. And you can, you've got to take everybody seriously because of one person, right? And, you know, honestly, every single person can have an opinion on basically whatever it is they want to have an opinion on. And every single person inside that sphere of opinion is able to argue, argue anything. Therefore, for any opinion that you may have, somebody could stand up and go, well, how dare you not think about this? Welcome to conflict. We're taught conflict. We're basically raised in conflict. We're rolled around in it. We're, 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 we're a giant pile of conflict that people throw flour on to find the wet spot. Was that offensive? Dun, 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 dun. 
But I'll tell you this. Once you get past the idea of worrying about offending people, you get into the idea of worry, not worrying, of, of living your life in the ability to change. Maybe not other people, but certainly you. And by changing you, then other people change because you start to change and you start wanting new and different things. And when you want new and different things, new and different people show up to quote unquote, give you those things or to share those experiences with you. And the old people who you absolutely love for where you were in life, that the, the ones that refuse to grow, they'll always be right where you left them or neatly enough, maybe they'll step up. And if they step up and realign with your energy, great. I think it's fantastic. I think that this world that we live in is a, a massive macrocosm of total experience. I think it was designed intentionally. I think that I think that when you look at this world through rose-colored glasses or through through the beauty of what it truly is, you see that love, hate, want, don't want, desire, repulse, all of these things exist inside your mind. All of these things exist because you've decided that they exist. And that's fascinating, right? This is one of those things where you get to experience wanting something and going and getting it. And you get to experience not wanting something and either staying away from it or altering how you choose to view it to make that thing that you don't want acceptable while you're working towards a different or higher goal. Both scenarios make you a stronger version of yourself. And when you look at it that way, when you look at all of the quote unquote negative that could possibly be happening to you and hurting you and crippling you and oh, this world isn't fair. When you look at that and you go, Jesus, what we're able to accomplish right now, uh, I think it's phenomenal. I think it's absolutely phenomenal that we're able to do literally whatever the hell we want to do. And the coolest thing in the world is when you personally make that realization and decide at that very moment in time that you're going to operate from a place of 100% integrity, regardless of what the world around you is doing, you have this glorious ability to put your head down on the pillow and rest easy. And when you're getting a good night's sleep, you're tackling the day and making great decisions throughout the day. You have this wonderful compound effect. Thank you, Darren J. Hardy. And the compound effect is one good thing leads to another. And you consistently step into it over and over and over again. And anything that feels uncomfortable or causes you pain or strife, inch by inch, piece by piece, step by step, you remove them from your life, them, it, whatever it is, people, place, idea. You're not a tree. You're not stuck where you are. You can go anywhere, be anything, do anything, experience anything, have any consorted thought about anything ever. Period. You don't need to get angry. And now I'm going to address the people that do get angry, which isn't really any of these listeners, unless you're like listening to get angry. Like, fuck that guy. <laughs> Those people are out there. <laughs> Imagine listening to something with a scowl on your face. Because I need to hate something. I need to hate. I need to hate. Derpa, derpa. I don't know what caused this. I don't know how this person's upbringing was, but I do know that their quote unquote need to hate is part of reality. It's their reality. It's, it's how they were raised. It's what it is. 
until they have the desire to no longer want to feel this, they will continue to feel it. And their hate will allow you to sharpen your teeth because you can see how, no matter what you say, once the words are out of your mouth and, and into their heads or into, and in through their ears, it goes through their filter. Therefore, no matter what you said is only a reflection of what they heard. And what they heard is what they're going to attack. And it's not that they're right or wrong or you're right or wrong. It's that they don't have the ability to see what you said through your eyes. They only have the ability to see it through their eyes. And the most you'll see too with a lot of people who are uncomfortable with themselves and angry all the time aren't necessarily doing the best that they can to defend themselves, but they're trying to be a hero to the downtrodden, as it were, or they're trying to play out what they believe to be the truth, or they're trying to play out exactly what they've seen on media. In other words, they are an aspect of this reality that's designed to make you stop doing what you're doing if you're on an evolutionary path. If you're on an enlightenment path, if you're on a a path to greater, bigger things. You, The harder you push against the ethos, the harder the ethos pushes back because it's supposed to. It's the difficulty level of the game. The more you press against it, the more it presses back, which makes it more and more difficult. If you stop pressing against it, it stops pressing back. If you stop pressing long enough, from the other side, you start getting moved forward. You start getting thrown into discomfort and uncomfortable situations and scenarios. And every single person on this planet is interconnected and intertwined. So therefore, if somebody's lashing out at you in a, in a hate form, well, they need to. They need to do it. And you need to experience it because if it makes you uncomfortable, you're going to alter how you either worded a certain thing or you're going to change sort of your the dichotomy of how you approached a certain subject or topic. But it's for you. So everything is, a, is an, a, an opportunity to adjust your sales and the wind never stops changing. So why would you ever stop adjusting your sales? But it is funny to the people that hate to go on. And, and I've, I've talked about this before, but like the unfollow people, like the, those who announce they're unfollowing on the way out. It's like, all right. You know, I posted something the other day about like, it looked like a, a, a petrified mummy or whatever. And it said, this is the guy at Whole Foods telling you about how great a vegan lifestyle is. <laughs> I'm not vegan. I have nothing against vegan people. I have nothing against non-vegan people. I have nothing against people who, you know, uh, don't eat anything that doesn't cast a shadow. Man, live your dreams. Live your life. Do what you got to do. Live the way you need to and want to live. And if anybody asks you, share your information. But if you want to feel hate and slighted and spiteful and all that sort of stuff about, you know, about anything, <laughs> for you to want that, you have to live that. And that's what's fucked up to me. You have to sit in a situation in a scenario where you choose to dive into a negative spot. And it's not, I'm not talking to you. I ain't talking to you, the listener, because you guys are fantastic. You know, I'm talking to people in your life that you know oh too well. They're like, Jesus fucking Christ. That's Susan. He's talking about Susan. God damn Susan. And you think to yourself, I've allowed this in my life for so long simply because it's always been in my life for so long. But the minute you unload... These people that just simply want, they want to fight. They're looking for reasons. They're talking to you with combat in their voice. Not that they're bad people. Not that they're combative people. In general, this is just my energy. This is just how I sound. Hurt, hurt, to hurt. These people are looking for a fight. You can simplify your life. You can move on from them. But it is funny. You don't need to move on from them. You just need to be aware of them. And everything changes once you become aware of it. Like the universe says, once you actively look at the quantum mechanics of it all. 
scientifically, they change. Addressing or calling to attention anything changes it. Changes its power over you. Changes its power over the ethos. Changes everything. Every single thing in this reality, once you look at it, it changes. I say all that because you're not beholden to anything. I was actually going to record an entirely different episode, but this one came up. And this one came out of my mouth. And this one just sort of all flopped and flipped and we got to 20 minutes. So I figured, hey, you know what? Let's keep it. So now I have to go and record the original episode that I was going to record. My intentions were to record something entirely different. And now that's what's going to get recorded. But I love this stuff because I am taking off. Finally going to get out of here. Going to get to a beach. Nice little trip to Mexico. So while you're listening to this, I'll either be on the beach. No, I should be back by then. But that's what's neat. That's what's neat about this world. Perception. And sometimes I record an episode and put it up instantly. Sometimes I record three or four back to back to back because I'm inspired. Sometimes I don't record an episode for a month. But we knocked out a bunch at at one point. Perception is huge. And understanding that every single thing that we think about everything is literally just us thinking allows us to understand too that no matter what we decide on any given subject or topic lives inside our head and is able to be changed at any given time. You are not a prisoner of your mindset, of your past, of your history. You are not a prisoner of any of that. You are an entity living through an experience, doing what you want to do and making the decisions that you think you should make, living with the choices that you think you should live with to the best of your ability. All of this can change overnight. The entirety of who you are can change overnight if you decide it's going to change. None of us are a prisoner. And all of us, and this is the greatest shift in the entire world, once you understand that everything that's happening is happening for you, as fucked up as it may seem at the time, It's pretty cool after that. It was pretty cool after that, man. And the more I dive into this topic and subject mentally and personally and all that sort of stuff, the more amazed I am by all of it. So uh, I'm looking forward to the future. I'm not looking into the past, who I was, where I was, all of that stuff. Thank you very much. You no longer serve me, but you got me here. And I love you. And I can actively and tangibly say in this day and age to myself for the first time in my whole life, I love you, bro. I'm proud of you. Your ups, your downs, all of it. You fought through everything. You stuck by yourself. You wanted more. You asked for more. You changed for more. I feel like that guy Smiley or whatever his name is from Saturday Night Live. Doggone it, people like you. But it's nice to be positively affirming to yourself every now and again. So do it. Go ahead, ladies and gentlemen. Take a moment today to love yourself. However... You want to take that. Wink, wink, nudge, nudge, sign them all, sign them all. Ladies and gentlemen, in the infamous words of Red Green, keep your stick on the ice. We really hope you enjoyed this episode of the Mental Mastery Alliance podcast. Stay connected with us directly through the mentalmasteryalliance.com. You can also join the discussion on Instagram at instagram.com forward slash the mental mastery alliance. 
Let the team know you're listening by using the hashtag TMMA or tagging us at the Mental Mastery Alliance. To have your voice heard on the show, leave a voicemail or send a text to 647-338-1265. Long distance charges may apply. If you love us, leave us a review. If you hate us, you spend your time in weird ways. But also, leave a review. Every review on iTunes tickles the algorithm helping us grow. Until next time, unity over division. This concludes the most surreal portion of your day. You got it, Pontiac.